Chapter 1. What is Mental Toughness? Concentration and mental toughness are the margins of victory. Bill Russell. Most people have a vague concept of what mental toughness is, but often find it quite hard to express it exactly. It is always easy to point to the great athletes of our time, the football players, the runners, the tennis players, the rowers, and say, that's mental toughness. Look at their success. And that is indeed part of it. However, there is normally far more to it than that. Looking at famous sportsmen and women and reducing mental toughness to that very narrow group of people is wholly counterproductive. It strengthens the feeling that mental toughness is unattainable, that only the tiniest percentage of human beings ever attain mental toughness, that you have to be able to run up and down Everest before you're classified as mentally tough. The next thought process from there is to think, I'm not a world-class athlete, therefore I can't ever have been or will ever be mentally tough. Nothing is further from the truth. The simple reality is that everyone can be mentally tough. If you're reading this, you're probably already further down the path than most. Never ever make the mistake of thinking that this is an unattainable goal, that only special people can do it, and for some reason you cannot. Being mentally tough is nothing more than training yourself repeatedly in the correct way, doing the right things at the right time, and believing in yourself. Let me give you one example, just from my own home life, where I've seen mental toughness at its absolute strongest. When I've done that, I would like you to think of just one example where you've seen the same thing or even done the same for yourself. For now, here is mine. I come from a family with a brother who is four years older than me. When my brother was 13, he desperately wanted a dog for a pet. He asked my father over and over. He did all the research, he saved up money to help pay for it, and pleaded and pleaded and pleaded. My father was initially reluctant. Not so much for financial reasons, but he had a dog when he was younger and he knew how much work was involved. He was primarily concerned with the dog's welfare. Who would walk it? Who would clean it? Who would feed it? Now, my brother was adamant he would do it all. He swore that no matter what, he would take the dog out every day. No matter what the weather, no matter how tired he was, or if he felt a little low or busy, he would always go for a walk. Every single day. After a couple of months of this begging, my parents relented. We would have the dog. My brother would do the work, but he could have the dog. The dog came, and he was great. He was a terrier, a lovely creature who very quickly became part of the family. For four months, my brother was true to his word. He would willingly take him out every day, rain or shine. He fed him, he bathed him, took him to the vet. My father paid for everything, but he was delighted to see such commitment. After those initial four months, however, my brother had commitments piling up. Schoolwork, a part-time job, he wanted a greater social life with friends and then girls. His attention to the dog was stretched, and he found his time under more and more pressure. He still maintained his efforts, though, despite the fact he was clearly becoming more and more tired.